Coach, I feel like we've already had a podcast on our own. (laughs) (laughs) That unfortunately, um, well, I wouldn't say unfortunately, it's just things that um, are better left uh, right now for private conversation, but very good, good stuff. But what we're going to talk about today, though, kind of comes out of some of those ideas in a way where it'll benefit our listeners. So uh, my name, as always, is Sherry Wilson, owner of Genius Owl Limited Company. And, uh, um, you know, when you say that, uh, I love that phrase, I put it, I think, on Pinterest, where it's uh, truth without deception, uh, absolute and pure, I think is what you said. Perfect. Perfect. Is kind of, I guess you would say, our favorite thing on the planet. And, um, and research and challenging thoughts and all of those things. So that's something that we both love to do. And we're going to do it today. It's going to be part of our discussion. So I am a truth server today with Coach Greg. You want to introduce yourself, Coach? Yeah, Greg McNeil. That's my name. And I'm just this person on a planet like you that's attempting to live the best, most fulfilled and conscious life, loving life I can on a planet. And in that sense, Um, I practice what Sherry says so that I can bring to you truth without deception, absolute and most perfect so that you can make the best decisions that you can to live your life at the highest level you can. Love it. Okay. So you, you said something that kind of, I want to kick off. Actually, you said two things and this is just your work that you're doing, um, to be of better service to others and your doctorates and things like that. Um, But you had several things going on that I wanted to tackle. And one of them is you said, truth is inherently oppositional. And we'll get to the delivery part in a second. And then you also mentioned the carrier bag. So on the truth is inherently oppositional, um, that I got to see actually this week in an interesting way. And so I'll kind of give you an idea of where I'm going with it, coach, in relation to the carrier bag. But can you explain first to give context so people know where the heck I'm coming from about the carrier bag? So the carrier bag is um, actually from a uh, a story uh, that was written and... um, um, I, I can't, her name is Ursula. I can't remember her last name, but the carrier bag as a story was written as another way to view the hero archetype. The hero is typically associated with someone that he goes out, it's male, he has a spear, he kills, he goes to war, he does these types of things. But the carrier bag is anything that is a container. So, army needs food, they need medicines, they need water, right? They need supplies in general. How will they get that, those things from one area to the next unless they have something to contain it with, yeah. right? Um, society cannot grow without a container, Right. Mm -hmm. The container 
is the feminine principle that brings life to the planet. If we don't have that aspect, then we don't have a society. We don't have a planet full of living animals and creatures. So the carrier bag then is saying that the spear is important, but the spear doesn't really exist unless you have something like a carrier bag to go along with it. And that's you know, what cost um, Napoleon's army, correct? That's exactly right. He advanced his army um, in winter and in his haste, he did not have food and supplies for his army. And of course they were wiped out, yeah. right? They were defeated, right? He ignored something that was fundamental. And that's something that can happen to us today if we continue to neglect the value, the power that each and every member of society brings. And in this case here, if we're talking about women, um, you have to understand that as long as we keep going with this idea of patriarchy, instead of dealing with the idea that you're dealing with a true um, society that requires both to thrive, you're going to have problems. And coach, like that, that last statement right there, I mean, it caused people's heads to explode uh, in today's society when gender is being erased. But if you look at, okay, so another thing you said is, because it sounds like the story of the carrier bag by Ursula is tied to the idea as well, or you tied this to the idea, I might have it incorrect coach, but where it's like you own your power consciously. So as a male, you own your power. As a female, you own your power. But you have to share power. Both are needed. Um, that's an interesting, interesting, and I think impactful idea uh, that kind of ties in to my thoughts on this idea of truth is inherently oppositional. And But you don't forget your carrier bag. Don't forget those things that you need that will allow you to survive. So when you were talking, my thoughts were that the carrier bag can carry your food, medicine, things that you need, and that thoughts are food and mm -hmm. challenging Absolutely. thoughts can be medicine because that's, that's one right. of the things we talk about. You have to challenge your thoughts and truth exposes. It's like the light comes on. And it exposes. But here's the thing that people, I think, for our purposes need to understand that when it comes to your own personal life, your carrier bag is probably dominantly the stuff that's in your subconscious. It's the small stuff that you could overlook. So in your pursuit of the external, you cannot forget or leave behind the internal work, which is what we always talk about. And then don't be surprised if you're a person of integrity and truth that you just accidentally expose what is lacking in others. Does that make sense? Because I have a story tied with it. Well, um, if somebody is not truthful and the truth is heard, they will be ex uh, exposed. Okay. So if you have where the other thing you said was, the delivery is important, obviously. So it has to be done in love. So if you're going around just making everybody mad, 
more than likely your delivery, <laughs> there's like, there's something going on there that you might be missing. But if you are a person where you do your um, work, your uh, diplomatic, you're operating in love, then just understand that truth is inherently oppositional. So this is the carrier carrier bag theory of fiction, 1986. Okay, so that's what Coach Greg and, is and referencing. Right there. Okay, so here's where I went when you were talking. I mean, obviously we went several different directions, but when you initially started talking, um, I thought of this idea. So there's different types of people in the world. And one of the types of people, I call them disruptors. And I'm actually one of those. um, And it's where just your existence can cause disruption (laughs) to, to people and their, their pet mindsets, ideas, way of doing things, et cetera, et cetera. And so whenever I start work with a business, I now warn them I'm a disruptor. So you're going to find challenge and you're going to be very uncomfortable at times. Um, And then you may even feel like things are imploding or, you know, like disruptors can just be a very um, seemingly destructive force, but that's because our job as disruptors is to go in and see what is not working and then challenge the people that are running the thing to, hey, you've got to shift. And then that causes a season that can last, really just depends on conditions, uh, culture, and the resistance to change. Um, it can last either shortly or it can take a while. But if you get, if you persevere with a disruptor, you get to the other side, you'll find you're living the life you want. So there's a lady that I know, very successful. Her and her husband are extremely successful. Um, I would say in their relationship, she's definitely a D personality. She's also a disruptor because she's always curious, always questioning. And then I would say her husband's probably more of like a peacemaker. You know, he's very nurturing, very, um, you know, connecting type individual. So she had a task um, that required a big ask of a large organization. The ask was, um, although it's significant, we, the organization that she represents has a history of being good at what they do. Therefore, it would have actually been a partnership that would have meant money for the other organization, and it would have benefited a lot of people. And so it's like, hey, we've got this much money we're asking for this much, but in return, we're actually already using services you offer and we will split the proceeds. And so you'll come out ahead if things go planned. Okay. So that's kind of, I'm trying to be very careful to not expose all involved publicly. The people that are listening to this, that know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. (laughs) so she she's a very strong woman but she's not obnoxious she's actually very good at what she does so she goes before the other organization which consists of a board and i think that it's a board of maybe five and so she goes before them and one of the members of the board 
um, exposed he doesn't have a carrier bag. Okay. He, he instantly attacked her, attacked another individual, uh, the organization I'm referring to, and the the um, past offense and his mm-hmm. own ego was so blaringly evident that he looked like a fool, and mm-hmm. it also made it in the paper, Coach. Oh, wow. And so what happened is, the other organization, it was so unprofessional the way this person was treated. Um, mm. And and no one really sounds like they spoke up to stop the nonsense, because I guess rules of order or whatever, that the other organization decided, you know, we're, we are now reconsidering even wanting to work with these individuals on this particular ask. Okay, so I pondered the situation because... It was an opportunity for that organization to bring a lot of benefit to a community and a lot of benefit to their own selves, not to mention the hundreds of thousands of dollars that were already investing in this organization. Um, I'm sure it's over 100K. And so because of his ego and because of not recognizing that his thoughts have been food and he's been chewing on the wrong thing, now a disruptor walks into the situation and truth is inherently oppositional. It brought out things that were hidden. Mm. It takes me to what you also said. So you're like an archaeologist and you bring up, like you said, can you, can you share that? What you bring up is what it is, but the corruption aspect, can you, can you go into that coach? Yeah. So when you consider what we do in archaeology, um, whether you are digging up old runes, um, grave sites, investigating different things in material culture of that uh, culture or society or whatever it was, ancient civilization, what you discover speaks for itself. How you interpret it is where the change in what you find occurs. It doesn't mean that the interpretation you gave is accurate. It means that you change what you saw through your subject subjectivity, mm-hmm. right? And so what we have to be careful of then when we, when we bring something to the light that we need to examine our own subjective thoughts, presuppositions, conditions, and so forth that will influence how we use that information. It's so good because where I was thinking about this when you said that, so what we bring up is what it is, and it can only be corrupted in terms of what we do with it. Here's where I think we can take it for our listeners because our primary focus is their thought life and their internal world. So if someone is in your life and all of a sudden you feel things coming up that are uncomfortable or you're fighting against or you're getting angry even, you need to mm-hmm. stop. You need to stop. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like, let's say it, with this individual, she did not come and attack this organization. In fact, she came very businesslike, 
shared the stats. They even sent their presentation beforehand. You know what I mean? So all the data was there. So the man's response to her had nothing to do with the ask. It had to do Mm. with his own stuff, right? That's different from if someone comes at you in an aggressive manner. Absolutely. I'm going to immediately transition to, hey, you know, uh, this may go south really fast, but I'm not going to put allow myself to be put in danger. That's different. So when you have a situation where someone is coming at you with a, a, a love, like you said, the delivery is in love and the delivery is professional, business-like, caring, whatever words you want to attach to it, and you're reacting on the inside, you need to take a moment before you start blurting out all kinds of stupid crap, you need to take a moment and say, wait a minute, this might be truth because I'm feeling opposition inside Mm -hmm. and I need to do further research. Does that make sense, coach? That's kind of where my mind went when you talked about it. Well, I think that is absolutely true because, and here's the other thing too, um, People are required to have their own thoughts yes. because that's how we come together and we make these unique patterns in the world that ultimately become civilization. What makes those organizations thrive is how we're able to produce harmony. And we produce harmony by recognizing it's like somebody is telling me something that is accurate. I may not like it. Mm-hmm. I may not like hearing it, but that doesn't change the fact that it's accurate. And if it's accurate, then what I need to do is say, well, if, what is my response to this news that I'm hearing? I need to grow. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. really what we're saying. You need to grow because because good information, that's what good information does. It helps you to grow. And if you rebel, if you resist it in some form and you bring in something else, then you know that your thinking is not in the right place. It's not accurate, right? The other and thing that came to my mind, Coach, on the carrier bag. So let's say you have a bag, but you have the wrong stuff in there. That's exactly right. So again, where is your information? What do you regularly feed yourself with in terms of information? What supports your habitual thoughts on a daily basis? So if you watch violent movies all the time, um, guess what? you're likely to notice that you have an aggressive mindset going on with you. Um, you might also find out that you're not, you're not very patient with people. Mm -hmm. Um, now I'm not telling an individual what he or she should watch. I'm just saying that, um, you have to be aware that what you consume in terms of information is a different form of food Yeah, and you cannot, disseminate something different than what you consume yeah if you consume poison you don't disseminate love and harmony and well-being yeah you disseminate what you consume (laughs) so when i think of the carrier bag just so the listener understands the carrier bag you need to make sure you have the right things in there Um, Because like we said, thoughts are food, but the internal work you do can be medicine if it is centered in accuracy and if it's centered in truth. And often, you know, you're encountering truth when you feel the opposition 
on the inside. So I have another example. So there's an, another person, um, and I, and I can't get into who this person is, but they own a business and I have repeatedly watched this person sabotage every relationship they need. And I mm. see it in the following ways. I see it in trying to control. I see it in offense. Um, I see it in not being able to be disagreed with. And those are all things that need to be dealt with. But here's what's interesting. If you try to bring up to this person what is happening and what you're seeing, they will not hear you. And, and so their sabotage has actually put decades on their success. It's, it is, so then my relationship with this individual, so I love this individual and I think their idea, their business model, everything is absolutely great. And I've brought pretty darn good value to what they're doing and they're, they're experiencing success. It's starting to, to snowball, right? Mm-hmm. I don't usually get the response others get because I'll just call it out if I see it. Right. You know, it's like, hey, I can tell by your body language that you're offended. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I read body language. I know what it looks like. And But, okay, so here's the thing that people I want them to hear. If, okay, you got to hear this. You are the common denominator. Not everybody has the problem. Yeah. And so you've got to look in your bag. Why is it so hard to say, you know, that offended me. I am offended with that person. Why is it so hard for you to take other people's opinions? That's all ego. That's a protection against loss. So what exactly are you afraid of losing? But if you find the same things keep happening and you keep hitting your head against the wall, you are the common denominator. You know, one of the things about the 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 carrier bag of fiction, the story, um, it acknowledges that power exists in more than one format. Yeah. Right. But it also exposes is how power can be limited when it's viewed in just one way, right? Mm-hmm. So if a person desires to be successful um, and yet they have a habit of doing things to other people that cause offense and they lose and um, they keep going through the same thing again uh, in terms of their relationship, then they may not have a problem with dealing with the information. They have a problem with the fear of loss that is working on their mind to the detriment of everything else. It becomes like a guiding principle, but it's a principle that doesn't work for the person that's employing it. It worked from somebody else that they may be following, that they may be trying to pattern their lives after. So, the son can look like the father, but he's not the father mm-hmm. any more than the daughter can look like the mother, but she's not the mother. They share something in common, but they're unique individuals with a different mission statement in this life, yeah. right? 
when you try to live a life that's not yours because you think somebody else has approval of it, you are out of touch with your own life. And the disruption that you experience in this case is letting you know that's not your life. Mm -hmm. What you're doing, um, it doesn't work for you, right? Um, but if you can't hear that, then eventually you will probably learn that in some form because life has a habit of doing that yeah. to us. That um, when somebody brings to you a message that heals and you refuse to listen to it, there is no such thing as calamity that befalls you after that. That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you tell somebody, it's like, hey, you need to stop doing this. And not only do you come to them in love, but you come to them with a level of expertise that's born out through this experience. And then it's like, yeah, but okay, which is another way of saying they hit you with a conjunction, which lets you know that they're not listening to you. Well, whatever happens to that person after your consultation is on them, right? Like you said, what we bring up is what it is. It can only be corrupted in terms of what we do with it. And now I wanted to add the final statement because that's what we're talking about here. Truth brings up what it is. And yeah. it can be corrupted, dismissed, dashed uh, to the ground based on our response or reaction. But like you said, truth dashed to the ground will rise up. It is a pattern. You can't get away from it. It's you know, like emotions buried never die. Same thing with nope. truth. And so to me, even though our discussion was more on the historical, the archaeological aspects pre-show, I just felt this mm -hmm. really applied to a lot of the work that we do and that people need to pay attention to those patterns. They need to pay attention when they feel opposition in their soul because they might be being confronted with truth. You know, so... When we are we are confronted with the truth first internally, mm -hmm. right? At some point, it crosses our mind, unless you are just completely dissociated from yourself, right? Um, and disconnected. Those people do exist. Um, but generally speaking, if they have an intent to learn, they can move off of that position yeah. and they get better. But if they do not, right? If they do not, then they begin to encounter other things. So I'm going to say this. If you are in a relationship with someone and you just know that you've said something to that person 10,000 times, but they still con continue to treat you the same way, you are not dealing with a loving relationship. And you need to understand that. And you also need to understand what you are doing that contributes to that relationship remaining like it is, mm -hmm. right? And so if somebody says to you, your husband or your wife or your lover or whatever it is, they are doing things that are just undermining your relationship. And then you find out you've given your first opportunity to empower yourself and make a change. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to maintain that relationship and that's okay too, because nobody likes to let go of things that they feel that they are valued. Right. But there comes a point in each one of those situations where the truth shines so brightly that you cannot ignore it. Yes. Right. And at the moment you reach that place and then you spurn the truth 
for something else. You are no longer in an abusive relationship. You're no longer in a lack of loving relationship. You're no longer the employer that just cannot find somebody that wants to work and put in honest, responsible work or whatever you want to call that. You are a person who are perpetuating and perpetrating what's happening to you, whether you like it or not. I want the, oh, go ahead, coach. No, that's all right. I'm just, I just want to finish with this because I know you got an appointment when you, I don't want the listeners to miss what you said an intent to learn. Yeah. That that is key because um, those that have that intent to learn that keeps you open, and although you might feel uncomfortable at, at times, having that inter- intent to learn in your carrier bag uh, will be one of the keys for you growing right and your subconscious, your internal work matching what you want externally. It is, and as a matter. Of- fact we actually want to be people with empty baskets and empty cups so which is a way of saying you are always available to take in something new to learn because if you look at a circle you can draw a circle on a sheet of paper and if we are honest with ourselves what we really know about ourselves and the world is contained in that circle that we draw on the paper. Yeah. There are there is much more to learn outside of that circle. And so if the cup represents the opportunity to receive nourishment, the same thing with the basket or the carrier bag, we should never fear learning, right? Mm-hmm. Never. Because learning allows us to move forward in life, right? We can have discernment. But discernment is not fear. Right. Right. Discernment is just the ability to say, well, I heard this and this sounds good, but I need to research it. Right. If you research companies, if you research vehicles before you buy a new vehicle, then it's no different. The the process is still the same. Mm -hmm. But you want to be open because the minute we say that, well, my cup is full my carrier bag is full, my basket is full, which is another way of saying that I really don't want to take in anything else. You're shutting yourself off from being able to grow. You're shutting yourself off from having knowledge. You are establishing that you do not have an intent to continue to learn and grow. That's good. I think we'll um, end there, Coach. And just so everybody knows, next week is Thanksgiving uh, so we will not have a podcast. I got, and coach, I probably didn't even tell you, but my mom's going to be here. So we won't be doing a podcast next week. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Just announced cool. it on the show. <laughs> that's, that's all right. You know, I'll probably be working anyway. So um, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Please review. Um, it is growing. I'm checking the analytics, coach. We are gaining momentum. Please share this show, especially episodes that you know with specific people that you feel can make their lives better. That means a lot being intentional in your share. And uh, you can contact us in the show notes if you have any ideas, topics, or thoughts you want to share. So, Coach, everybody listening, have a great uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, I got to do my, my hand clap. Hang on, Coach. There we go. You're going to have to listen to the end of this one so you can hear it, Coach. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs>